This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Damian Lillard wins the three-point contest in dramatic fashion. The NBA All-Star Game is completely unwatchable. And the Blazers are running out of time to get their act together with the season set to resume Thursday for them in Sacramento. Welcome to the Blazer Focus Podcast. I'm Aaron Ventress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live. I'm joined, as always, by Craig Byrne. Back. What is up? Sitting here with a Yankees hat. He's ready for spring training. Look at him. Are they going to trade Gliber Torres? I just saw some article Maybe. about that. I, I like Gliber. What's, what's, the, what's the deal? We, we're changing this to the Yankees focus podcast for like 30 seconds. What's that? Well, yeah. no, too, ma- too many infielders. <laughs> too many infielders. Too many infielders. Yeah. Got to get some. Can't play everybody. It is that time of year. You know, I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm getting a little excited. But I got I to gotta still maintain my primary focus, pun intended, on the Blazers for at least another six <laughs> weeks. But it could end in about yeah, six weeks. Are. We'll get, we'll get to will. that. We'll get to that sooner rather than later. But first, let's talk about the All-Star weekend, um, starting mainly with uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard was there. He played well in the game. He participated in a three-point contest, which did not have Anthony Simons, much to my chagrin because he injured his ankle right before my very eyes. Or or anyone else that really is good. (laughs) Did, did you notice that security had to come keep me from running on the court? And, and ele- I was screaming, elevated, elevated. What are you people doing? <laughs> Get him some ice. I saw him afterwards on crutches. He had a smile on his face. I talked to his uh, mom and dad for a little bit. Is he okay? Is he okay? They're like, bro, he chill. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Thank you. Here's my number. Text me. Give me hourly updates. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. Anyway, Fentress is pulling the John Cusack with you know outside, outside the whole boom box. The boom box. <laughs> Pay it, playing to Peter Gabriel. <laughs> come back, come back. Oh, it's funny because it's almost true. Anyway, so but Dame was there, and Dame wins a three point contest. Now the, the, the three point contest to me is still has some legitimacy to it because some of the best three point shooters actually participate as opposed to the dunk contest. So it was just a nice little feather in uh, Damien's cap. Absolutely. But when you looked at that list, it was like, okay, him or B- Buddy Hield are going to win this. I mean, like Tyler Hero Julius Randle. Julius, Julius Randle was a fill-in for Ant, right? Right. Like yeah. they can't find another guy. Find who can someone shoot. better. <laughs> like, like on the all-star team, like there's like 20 guys. It's like there's guys, guys there. <laughs> Right. Um, I don't know. Newsflash. Donovan Mitchell. Good. <laughs> Loves to shoot. Like, I love Julius Randle, right? He's a Nick and he's shooting more three pointers than he ever has, but he's still shooting like 34% or something. Like, right. it's great. Look, Damon, look, when you looked at the bench on who was about to shoot, you're like, well, there's one real superstar there. So that dude should win. And he did win. But, right. And you're like, well, Buddy Hilde. Buddy Heald can shoot. Like, that's why he's in the NBA. Right. He's a guy that should have – he would have been the last guy, like, you know, 10 years ago that, you know, like, when, when this started, Larry Bird would have looked at me like, who's that? 
oh, that guy, that guy can shoot. That's Craig Hodges. You know what I'm saying? Like the right. guy that that's what he does. And you can you can have a Steve Kerr in there. But it just stinks that the – I mean, that there was – I mean, I get Steph Curry's hurt, but there's no Clay Thompson. Donovan Mitchell's not in it. Like in the – Jason T- – like the, the All-Star game the next day just was a three – it was the actual <laughs> three-point contest. It was like weak dunks and three-pointers and layups that uh, 47-year-olds make on Sundays. You know, that's what the All-Star yeah. game was. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, look, he should win one. He's a great shooter. It's awesome that he gets to say he's a three-point shoot, uh, shooting contest winner. And, honestly, he should beat all those guys that he beat. Halliburton, look, he had a great first round, but he his shot looks broken. Like, what? there's no way that should go in. And, like, to keep that up consistently was seemed impossible. But, I mean, I give him credit. He, he can play. He's an All-Star game. But, come on. Like on that bench, like who are you picking every time to win that thing? They need some quality control is the problem. Like for me, yes. I would I would make it mandatory. If you shoot, if your career or your in-season shooting percentage is 38 or better, the league can make you do it. <laughs> so that I mean, way – People just got to fake eight, injuries, bud. All eight participants then are shooting 38 or better for their career or that season. So you know you're getting – Pretty elite shooters. That, that's one thing I would do. And again, yeah, I, I guess people could fake it, but you know, maybe you increase the, the prize money. I don't know. Or if if they say they're injured for the, for that event, then they better have missed the last game before the break, and they better miss the first game before the break. Anyway, I would just be a complete obnoxious ruler of this thing and just be making people just coming up with rules to make people do things. Because yes, it should be the best of the best at that skill, not a bunch of guys who are okay at it shooting thirty five percent, and then you have two dudes. Who can light it up and healed? And sometimes Tyler here. Tyler here was actually a pretty good shooter. He, had, he didn't he didn't shoot well in that um, event, but I think he's having a down year this year shooting wise. But anyway, you're right. It's just not. It's just not as fun. You want to see the best of the best. Yes, that's what it's supposed to be. And then every once in a while, you throw in a Desmond Bain because he's shooting forty something percent. You're like, oh, I'll root for that guy. Like you used to root right. for the underdogs in a way, or the stars. And now they're like they're all underdogs except for the guy that Damon Lillard. Like you're like, oh. But I'm glad he won, and I and I'm glad that you know he he gets treated the way he gets treated. The one thing that you come away from with this weekend is how revered Damian Lillard is by others in the league. Like when he hit the game winning three, game winning three. God bless what I'm saying. In the in the All Star game, the game winning <laughs> three, uh, uh, and he made it. Everybody taps their wrist. You know, Giannis taps his wrist, Luka taps his wrist, LeBron taps his wrist, and they all – you could just see how revered he was. First pick, of, you know, when you know, of, the, of the draft. So that just makes you feel good as a Blazer fan. He wins the three-point contest, makes you feel good. Um, he shot a half-court shot, makes you he feel good. He shot a dozen half-court shots. <laughs> of course, but he made one. So at least he it did. It crazy. Oh, I was like, come so, on. Overall, overall, <laughs> yes, we are old men yelling from our porches. Get off to get my off lawn. lawn. Hey, you know what? Sometimes they, the whippersnappers need to get off your damn lawn. So I don't have any problem with that. Right. right. Sometimes you're right. It's garbage. <laughs> like Mike Wilson, it's the game is garbage. They used to play. They used to play. Patrick Ewing used to make the All-Star game, and you're always like, well, centers, it's real hard for centers to score, right? Because they actually kind of play D. And, and, and now you're like, well, if you're a center, just turn around and dunk. Nobody's guarding you, like, but but they don't. 
because they shoot threes because they all right. go out and shoot threes. And, and we're getting to that in a minute. Dunk. We're getting we're getting to that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. say that also again. Go I'm, ahead, I'm, you go. I'm about to go. I, I ranted a little bit. You rant, but no. You let's go. let's shift to the dunk contest. So, yeah, Mac McClung is that right? Sure. Okay. Okay. So I I know the storyline is obvious. Six foot two white guy awesome. wins dunk contest, right? <laughs> And not only that, like who was a who was a phenom? Like I had seen his, yeah, yeah, he'd had, you know, yeah. when Virginia, small Virginia high school, and he was just dunking on people, like, and it was sad for some of the guys because they're like right. five seven, <laughs> they're like me, you know, they're like yeah, me. I went back, I saw his high school highlights too. He's oh, impressive. it's crazy yeah. what he and he has great handle. Right. I mean, he was it, it was awesome. It was very cool that he that he. Hey, if you're gonna have a garbage slam dunk contest, I'm glad he won it. Right, and so that that brings me to my point. It's ridiculous. Not like it's one thing to have a recent first round pick who's in the rotation playing 12, 15 minutes a game, or someone like Shaden who's looked like he's going to be a rising star. He, you know, he's a bench guy, or even someone who's just a rotational guy in the dunk Anthony contest Simons. with great hops. Right. It's ridiculous to have a guy who hasn't played a single minute this season. He's on a two-way contract. He has not played a single minute. He just so now, signed the two-way. Right. So now we're, we're going to the very lowest possible person in terms of cred- NBA credibility to, one, put into this contest, and then he wins it. It's just mind-numbing to me that the NBA is allowing this. Again, you can't – I mean, you probably can't make certain people do it, but I wouldn't even have a contest if I can't get four legitimate players who are actually stars. What made – here, you know, get off my lawn, shot, old man shouting at clouds. Yeah, I am. Because back in the day, you had Jordan, Dominique, Drexler. And then they threw in someone like Nance, who wasn't a superstar, but was really, really good. Was, or Tom Chandler, who was an all-star, not a megastar, yeah. but was still really, right? right? You, you had those. And then, of course, you had the novelty things like Spud Webb, who still was a starter, but 5'7". And he was 5'7", dunking. Right. 5'7", dunking. And he <laughs> played he, in the NBA. He played right, in the NBA. Right. But he was at least a starter. And a lot of people think his, his win was kind of... Not legit because his dunks were pretty basic. They only looked spectacular with his 5'7". Whatever. The bottom line is you had players in it that you knew. The last few years, I'm like looking dudes up. Like, who is this right. guy? And that just completely dilutes it. Dude, Vince Carter has won this thing. T-Mac participated in it. Kobe's been in it. I think did Kobe win it. I can't remember. LeBron avoided being in his entire career, which is just ridiculous to me. So that whole situation was just... The you know no offense to this kid, but I don't want to see guys on two way contracts winning the dunk contest. Let me say this: I enjoyed it because <laughs> what he did was spectacular. Did. No, but what he did was spectacular. I loved N one. I watched N one. He made some. Nice I watched N one. He made some nice. Stuff. I watched N one like crazy. I loved N one. You know, like I mean, but this was nothing great. compared to Levine versus Gordon, which was just, one of the I, better duels ever. This is nothing compared well, to some of the the great. Contest where there's actually so it was just like why are but we the guy doing did this? some the died well he did they did it because they knew of the re- that there was no reason to watch it because it was terrible even when Anthony Simons won I'm sorry it wasn't yeah that, that was great. a bad con- yeah it's a bad contest yeah I mean I'm not that excited by that and I, and I know who Anthony Simons is you right. know imagine the rest of the league well that's you know, another what, thing that should be your- if you win it you should have to participate until you of course but that's it they move it. on you should have to come but, back look the NBA has catered and I get it, but ego is such a huge problem right now with the NBA that they they're all the stars don't want to be in these contests because if they don't win, they're afraid of the trash talk on Twitter. They don't want to play defense. They don't want to play defense in the all-star game because they might get beat. And it used to be, 
Right. And if you get cooked or dunked on, you're a meme and they don't want that. And the <laughs> NBA's allowed it. And I get it, but that's what it is, right? Why else wouldn't they we we know they dunk on tests, they do crazy dunks in training camp and in the summer. They play hard in the summer. They play hard against each other in the summer, just down at UCLA, you know, like, but, you know, I used to go see the Jersey Shore Basketball League and Rod Strickland was going at it, you know, with people that weren't in the NBA. But now in the All-Star game, it's just, I I don't even get it. Like they try to change the format. The draft's the best part because at least it's funny. You know, you'll smile a little, but yeah. And I don't know, you know, they asked Malone, you know, he said it was the worst game he's ever seen. <laughs> oh, so great to see that. Yeah, I, because I I, 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 I tweeted something like this was dreadful. The NBA game is dreadful, yes. and some, you yes. know, most people, every, most everyone agrees except one person was like, "Well, what do you expect? It's not supposed to be this." I'm like, "Dude, it used to be better." And then I saw the Michael Malone quote, and I was just like, "Thank yeah. you, Lord." Someone on the inside said it. Anyway, continue. Sorry. They all know. Yeah, but they don't want to look. The funny part was, I think Kyrie was the guy who was actually trying to play defense for a second. Like the irony second. of that was killing me. Like I think he was like, "Oh, it's close. We could, we could do something." And everyone else was like, "Nah." And then the team that's about to win, they're like, "Let's see, let's let's shoot half court shots to win it." Right? Like right. it's not even. Uh, they're not even trying to trick us, right? They're not even trying to trick us. That they care. They try to make it about charity. And the first year, I mean, it was pretty good, but it goes back to that. But I, I don't, it's not for us, right? Because we're old. I don't even <laughs> think it's for any, I don't think it's for any fans. I don't even think it, it's for like the people that are, it's for the players to enjoy them, th- this, which is part of, because they seem to like it. Um, but it's a shame because all you need to do to make it better is do what you do. At 75%, right? Like 75% of the th- best three point shooters compete. 75% of the best dunkers compete and play 75% defense in the game. And suddenly it's awesome, which is kind of what it was, you know? Like, you know, Michael didn't want to do the dunk contest every year. And I get it's hard, man. We've watched these forever. And that's why I like this kid. This kid did dunks that I hadn't really seen before. And the, uh, I love seeing the other NBA players go like, oh, my gosh, right? Because right. they know how hard things are. I mean, I tried on – you know, I'm, I got my five-year-old hoop here. I can dunk on that. I can do crazy <laughs> stuff. But, you know, like – That's I what we should do. Like, let's, do our, let's do our own old man <laughs> dunk contest on your five-year-old hoop. <laughs> I just – you know, I just – it just – it's just disappointing because it – all it takes is effort. They just have to try in some regard, and they don't, and the league's okay with it. It's embarrassing. So, all right. I'm not going to pretend that the All-Star game was this, you know, bare-knuckle brawl back in the day. It wasn't. It was a, it's a show. And I'm not going to claim that there was this amazing, great defense play. But they didn't just let you yeah. get any type of shot you wanted. There was some resistance. And then in the fourth quarter, when it mattered, and this is why the conference, you know, erasing the conference thing hurts – they played like they cranked it up to 85%. Right. Yep. Right. So the biggest, the by far the biggest problem. So I gave up on it like 15 years ago or something like that. I was like, this, I can't, this is trash. I'll have it on. I'll look at it, but I don't really pay close attention to it. Cause it's just insulting. I'm offended by it. But the biggest problem <laughs> of all is that everyone now can shoot threes and the easiest shot to get 
is a three-pointer because you don't have to work. Now, someone might be on you in a game, in a real game. you got to work it around to get an open three. But in this game, no one's on you. So you just walk up the court and you shoot a three. No one on your team is going to come up court and set up for a play or run a pick or run a screen or do anything to create an opening because they know you're just going to jack up three. So basically just taking turns. So then you get to, to the point where guys just don't even come up. They don't even go past a three-point line, your teammates. You could, so whoever has the ball does some little fancy crossover on nobody. Some guy who's just standing there just sticking his hand out, shoots a three, and everyone starts running back the other way. So I went back and I looked at the 1987 All-Star game, which is a classic. It was overtime. This was a game where they went – I remember they went at it. Like fourth quarter hit, and it was a game, and they were going to town. In that game, in an overtime game, the West took nine threes. The East took eight threes. Yesterday, <laughs> Team Giannis took 66 threes, and Team LeBron took 60 threes. That is just – here's what's funny, too, the assists. Team LeBron had 49 assists. Wow, they were passing. No. It was just whoever passed it to the guy across half court. Yeah. When he shot a three, you got an assist if he made it. But it was not like you worked it around to get an assist on a basket. So if neither team's playing defense and both teams just guys were going to jack up threes, then you're going to have zero anything that resembles actual basketball. And so what do you, what do, you do about that? There's nothing you can do about it because they're going to shoot threes. And if no one cares, then they just keep doing it. And it's just going to be completely unwatchable. And like you said, the NBA probably doesn't care. The players don't care. We're old men. We're crying about it. Yeah. I, I just can't even respect it. And I'm glad Malone said something. So I, I two last things. One, uh, what made really disheartening to me, and two, how to solve it. One, the and I love that Damien shot the ball from half court because it's Damian Lillard and he made it. But the fact that they're shooting half court shots, they wouldn't even do that in summer league. Like they don't even do that like when they go play in a, you know, uh summer ball. Oh, like you damn. wouldn't they, yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like that's it's beyond disrespectful to the game. You're just admitting you don't care. Right. This is my solve. It'll never happen. <laughs> but each team gets to pick one defensive all-star. Like he doesn't all he just get the defensive guy. Mm. So you get Patrick Beverly, right? On one end, Thibel on the other. Like that's your two. And all they care about is guarding. So they just run around. <laughs> Whoever has the ball, they go five. Get <laughs> right, because that's it. They're in there for that, and that would like so. But effort, effort. You know, I remember like if that first time they switched. You know, they did the quarters or the bat, whatever they call that Elon thing. Remember, Lowry took a charge, and then that's everyone started playing because <laughs> like, oh, okay, he's gonna take a charge. Like, let's go. So I just feel like if you brought in one defensive guy, that that's all he does. Um, maybe, I mean, you wouldn't get the half court shots, right? Because he would guard the guy coming off the over the court. At least, but yes, it's just you know. And what? here's it's going to sound awful. <clears throat> if you liked it, I'm happy for you because you got to enjoy something that I don't really enjoy the whole weekend. If you enjoy garbage, enjoy garbage. But it is what it is, right? Like that's it. Don't try to convince me that it's basketball or that this is the best three point shooters or the guy who wins a slam dunk contest is the best dunker. I mean, John Morant did something like in the first quarter that you're like, oh. Yeah, maybe he should be in the dunk contest, right? Because he's he's a, he's spectacular and he's twenty two, right? So let me or, ask you this: Let's just make it the worst dunkers, like Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> like, just get the worst guys out there, guys that you don't even know if they can dunk. 
You know, there there were people who were surprised that Jokic went last amongst the starters. He wasn't last overall because right, of course. But so it's funny that it's funny that they changed the rules. So he no thought one, he was so, last, right? It was, it's funny that they changed the rules so some multi-millionaire who's making twenty-five million a year and one of the twenty-four best players on the planet doesn't cry because they're picked last. And actually, they're really picked twenty-fourth out of four hundred fifty. But that's another story. What if they did this? What if you expanded this to there's twenty-four players make a thirty-two, have four teams of eight, have two half games. The best, the, the two teams that win then play in a final game. So at the most, you're playing one full game, and two teams will only play a half a game. And you make you come up with some incentive that's going to get people to at least give eighty five percent. Would that would that change it? I or guess teams try and lose in the first round. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, here's what I would do. Like, I would take it further. I would take. I w- I would say play that, but the second the second eight or whatever it is is. Um, Guys that no, they can't. They're in the NBA, but they don't play more than twelve minutes a game. <laughs> and they play the All Stars because they're going to try to win, right? And then Ooh. let's see if it wakes oh, up the All Stars. That's yeah, right. Then the they'd be embarrassed. Beat. Boom. Right. Because it's about Boom. ego. Now they'll never agree to it. It'll never happen. Dude, but like, that's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bring, and then, or, but, and let then, the G League play them. And let then, the G League play them. No, I wouldn't go that far. You know, you want to have guys <laughs> out there, but then, but here's what you also do if. If the All Stars don't win, they have to pay the other guys a million bucks each across the board. <laughs> That's done. Yeah. Now like, we got some gonna... competition. Now it's on. Well, now the All Stars are going to win by twenty five. But at least they're going to try. All right. Enough of that shenanigans. One more. We don't have to worry about it for another year. Thank God. Whew. All right, folks. The Blazers have 24 games to go, which is just music to my ears. It's been such a long season. And I'm not saying that because I don't like covering NBA. I do. It's just a lot. And it's been so repetitive the last six weeks. I just want to get to a resolution, right? Um, They are tied for 11th with with Utah. But they're only two games out of sixth. This is just amazing how tight this is. Like, they go on one six-game win streak. They could be fifth for all we know, right? So and my and my hair could grow back and I could be six <laughs> two. <laughs> okay, it's clearly I know where you're going to go on this. So the question here is, what is their ceiling? Now, before you go and just rip, rip this thing to shreds, let me just put out a little bit of hope. Now we don't know what's up with Ant's injury, grade two sprain. When Winslow was diagnosed with a grade two sprain of his ankle. He, he, on December 21st, we haven't seen him play since. So there might be something else going on there. Who knows? Let's say Ants out at least three weeks when they get, when they get back, which is possible. That's going to hurt. But I think they can survive because offensively, what, they're, fourth, they're fifth in the league in offense. Uh, their defense would actually improve without Ant. No offense to Ant. That's more minutes for Thibel and uh, Nasir. <clears throat> but the reason why I'm going to just offer a silver lining is this. I'm going first because I know you're just gonna just dump all over. Look, he's, ladies and gentlemen, he's shaking his head. He's so disgusted. He's so disgusted at my spin doctoring. He's wondering why right now why I'm not in politics. Okay, so <laughs> the Blazers had a respectable defensive rating this season up until both Winslow and Nurkic went out. When they were out together is when things really fell apart. Nurkic, since he's been out, he missed eight games, counting the game where he only played three minutes against Memphis. I'm counting that game. In those eight games, 
in, in those eight games, which are also without Winslow, their defensive rating was 124, which is ridiculous. Their defensive rating on a, on a season is 118, but in the months where those two were playing, it was more like 114, 115. It started to fall off when Winslow went out and then Nurkic went out. So clearly, those two mean a lot to the defense. They, they don't have any rim protection whatsoever. Say what you want about Nurkic, but Nurkic helps make this, this defense better. As a matter of fact, there's only five players on the team with a plus defensive rating on 538 sports, and that's Thibel, who just joined the team, uh, Nurkic, Winslow, and uh, <clears throat> I think Nasir, and I think Eubanks might be like a plus 0.5 or something like that. So anyway, getting those two guys back will be huge. If they come back and the defensive rating gets back into the teens with their offensive rating being what it is, I do believe they're going to win enough games to at least be in the play-in, and they could have a run in them to flirt with the sixth range because I just don't believe that any of those teams are just so much better they're just going to run away with the sixth seed, whoever is going to be in sixth. That all said, eight of their first 10 games out of the gate are on the road, including games at SAC, Golden State, Boston, Philly, Atlanta, and the Pelicans. And then you've got games at Detroit, which they should win that, and then Orlando, which is a bad matchup for them because they have a lot of height and they just got spanked by them a few weeks ago at home. So I'm still saying, though, at the very worst, playing. Now you go. Oh, I'll just that's your very, you, that, you think the playing is their floor? <laughs> Oh yeah, they're gonna they're oh gonna be in the plan. They're gonna be in the, unless there's another injury. They're gonna be in the plan. So so let me let me just say this: after all the things <laughs> you just said, I, all I have to say is this: you assume Grant's back, right? Have you heard if Grant's coming back? Like he was in he's concussion just, protocol. Yeah, got to figure back. he's back. He'll be back. Soon. Okay. Yeah. So right now, your starters, your starters on Thursday because Nurk Nurk's probably not going to be back. I don't think he's going to be back on day one. So right now, your starters are Jeremy Grant, Damon Lillard. We're set there. Drew Eubanks, guaranteed start on a team right now. Get, with no backup, with no backup center, really. You know, your backup center is six, like seven, and plays point forward. And and your other your other three starters are, and I, I don't know exactly who's going to start, but um, Nasir Little. Um, no, Thibel and Reddish will probably continue starting. Thibel, Reddish. Little and sharp. That's your forward rotation. Okay, so two, so, pick two so to hold start. On a so hold on a second. Hold on, let me just interrupt real quick. Everything I said was based on Winslow and Nurkic coming back. If they don't come back anytime soon, they're going to be sunk. So I said if they come back, so when you're talking about what their lineup's going to be, yeah, if they, if they try out this lineup, they're going to continue to be <laughs> mediocre, Which they, but they are 4-4 four and four since Nurkic was down with the 124 defensive rating. Okay, so they've still won four games during that stretch somehow, some way. They even won at Memphis. So it's not like they're going to lose every game with the line the way it is. No, My whole thing they, is based on Nurkic and Winslow coming back. Anyway, continue. So, so that team, the team that's played, you know, off and on, but at times healthy, but certainly not like this, and with Hart as a starter every game, who's better than every guy that I just, as far as playing big minutes in those four on both sides of the court. Might not be better on one side. Not be, you know, Sharp's probably better, maybe better on offense, and Thibault's definitely better on defense. But overall, Hart's better. Um, that they, they've been below five hundred. Like they haven't been good. So now somehow miraculously, With their, no, not miraculously. You're you're totally ignoring my. You number think this one team's going to be better? With, you if, Nur- be if Nurkic and Winslow come back, they're absolutely going to be better. Absolutely. They'll be better than crap. Yes, they'll be better wow. than a team that is bad, bad. But they're not – they haven't been above – they are below 500. 
They're below 500. With Simons. Simons is out, man. He's out for weeks. There's no way. You saw the leg. You were there when he was on crutches. You know what? A, that's a high ankle sprain that is you can't play on for the minimum is two weeks, and that's like miracle time. So he's out three weeks probably minimum, and he might be out longer. That 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 dude is your – Grant's probably your second best player, but it's close, right? So you've just taken the guy – he averages 21 and a half a game, and he takes the – you can't always double team Lillard while he's out there. Like Lillard's been phenomenal. He's going to be – and he scored 50 and, in a game, and they've lost. Like, I don't see what you see. Like, you're like, this team's really good. And yes, I'm not saying a little that. Bad. Oh, my God. But I mean, the you worst. think they're six. You're the you think worst. They could get, you no. think they could get to six? I said they could said, flirt with it. You, I said they could flirt with it if oh Nurkic and Winslow come back. Six. They're already so, flirting with it. They're only two games out. Yes. What are you talking about? Yes. With everything you yes. just talked about, they're only two games out of six. And you're acting like it's impossible that they could flirt with it when because they're only the, two games right? out. Okay. Okay. Right. They're Talk already flirting with it. Because, <laughs> right, but but let's be honest. They flirted with it because, and you're right, if the if the Warriors continue to be garbage and the Pelicans don't get better, you know, it, well, and if he never comes yeah, back. Zion's out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If Zion so never comes back. The league now. You're starting but to your out. top six, the Nuggets, you're not catching. The Grizzlies, you're not catching. I don't understand the Kings. I'm not talking about them anymore because okay. they just keep winning and I don't get it. The Clippers are on, on you know, are starting to play some ball now. They got. I mean, there's a good, there's a chance Russell Westbrook just blows that all up, right? So you're dreaming on that. Oh, hey, the Suns got Booker back. Oh yeah, they got Kevin Durant. Bye bye. Yeah. Hey, the Mavericks. The Mavericks are six or thirty-one and twenty-nine. They lost three in a row. Oh. They've lost three in a row since right six, because Kyrie. and, and okay. they got Kyrie. Right, you, they're going to stay. They lost three in a with, row. You, right with Doncic out one of the games, and then they lost two with them together. I don't know if they both played because okay. I didn't yeah. pay attention. Do you okay. think the Mavericks with Kyrie Irving and Luca are going to you're they're not. They're going to drop below five hundred. I don't. I I just don't like. And the Warriors, that there are, they could get to the play-in, but they could all. But there's no way they're getting in the sixth. There's no way they're getting in the top six. The and Warriors? if you believe that with the a Warriors team with Blazers? Simon's out for for oh. a month, with Simon's out for a month, and and you're you're banking on Justice Winslow is coming in and saving you. Like, you're a crazy person. You're a crazy person, dude. Okay, can I respond like, to this nonsense? You okay. can respond, but you've okay. been wrong. All year wrong. And they haven't suffered an injury <laughs> this bad. They have losing, losing. I haven't been wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You you flirted with, you talked about top two, top four, top six. They're in 11. That was you've been before, wrong. That was before Winslow and Nurkic went out and the defense fell Whatever, to crap. Man. That was before. And, okay, okay, okay. Just, okay. Just let let me have the floor, all right? Just let me have the floor. Okay. You got it? Okay. You literally took variables I gave you and shoved them aside. It like it's incredible. It's, it's like you just ignored everything I said to make a point that yes, if everything you just spelled out happens, you're right. They're not going to do what I said they could do, but you ignored all my variables. So you're saying that my variables are not going to happen. That's fine. But don't then attack me for what I say could happen if those variables come, come true. That's so long. Yes, losing Simons offensively ain't good, but he's a negative defender. So if you go from a minus on, on, on 538, just listen. 
on 538 Sports, if you go from a guy who's a minus two or three as a defender to Thibault starting at the two, who's a plus five almost, and then you spread those points around elsewhere, like with Nurkic comes back, obviously Grant has to return in all this, you're going to be better because you're going to be better defensively. And we've talked all the time about how two smallest guards who don't play defense at the end of the day is very difficult to succeed with. So they're going to get better defensively. They'll lose a little bit offensively. I agree, but they're going to get way better defensively. If you add, you have Thibel, you add Winslow back, and you add Nurkis. Like I said, when those two were playing together, even with Simons, their defensive rating was – did you not hear what I said? With Nurkic out for the last eight games and no Winslow, their defensive rating, rating was 124. Their defensive rating in November when they had Winslow and Nurkic was 114. That's a 10-point difference. Anthony Simons is not worth 10 points in your offensive rating. He's just not. So mathematically, your, pl- your, your net rating is going to go up just by fixing the defense. If you fix the defense and your overall net rating goes up, and of course, everyone has to be healthy other than Ants can miss. I, I concede that. Then you're going to start winning more games. You don't have to win that many more games to get into the play on. They're a half game out of the play-in right now. A half. And they're only two out of six. They're only two games out. So flirting would be getting to seventh. Guess what? They're a game and a half out of seventh despite having a one. Uh, the defensive rating just in December was like 120. The, the fact that they're even still in it at all is a miracle and a reflection on the rest of the West, which ain't that good other than Phoenix is going to climb up. We all know that Memphis, Denver, and Phoenix, everyone else infinitely beatable. So, so I, I'm a little, I'm a little under, no one understand. Are you telling me they're better without Simons? Like you're no, kind of saying no, no. that. No, no, I'm saying, okay, God, you don't listen. Listen, no, no, no. I'm trying listen, to understand. You said they're going to be better take, with Thibel in because his de- the defense is going to be better as, as long as Winslow and Nurk- As long as Winslow and Nurkic come back. Okay. Winslow, okay, again, their defensive rating with those two. Bring them all back. Was, they're okay, all healthy but side. Right. So now if their defensive rating comes down to 114, but their offensive rating drops from 118 to 116, you're still a plus net rating. So overall, Yes, you're going to be better. I believe, as much as I love Ant, Ant and Dame don't work together optimally. Well, you, should, you need you better be, defense. Then you should have traded them. I th- well, I believe Ant was <laughs> on the table, but they didn't right. want to make a you know Ant and two firsts for OG because, yeah, OG is nice, but OG doesn't make you a contender. He's not even making his own team a contender with Siakam and Van Vliet and Trent. They're under 500. So if you do that now, you don't have those two first-round picks and you don't have Ant to go after a bigger fish. So that's why they didn't pull the trigger on something like that, I believe, based on what I've heard. So, yes, I I, I believe if you – to me, the, the offensive rating is already really good, and that's in part with Ant, but it's not going to fall off the map with Ant. Whereas without Winslow and Nurkic on the defensive end, your defense literally fell off the map. 124 defensive rating in the eight games since Nurkic went out. So, so look, I'm going to give you, they all come back. You want me to give the, I'll give you all that. And Simons is out. This for a few weeks. Weeks. Simons is out six. for a few weeks. He comes back last three weeks of the season. Okay. They're not getting into six. They're not getting into six. I don't know. And, what, and I, I, what I said flirt I with. I didn't say I didn't get like. it. I said flirt with. I didn't say get okay, it. Well, I said flirt with. Okay. Well, technically okay. they're starting right now in a flirting position. Exactly. I think they're going to get, they're going to, there are teams that they could be worse than. 
Of course. For most of the teams. I think the Lakers are going to be better. I think the trades they made are going to make them better. I think that Maybe. the Jazz is going to – they're probably going to be worse because they tried to get worse. Losing, getting rid of Conley was bad. I, uh, their record without yeah. Conley this season is like, God, eight or they got, 10 and 15 or something like that. So yeah, they, they're way look, worse. They've been, Danny Ainge been trying his butt off to be bad. They just didn't listen. I know. You know, Larry so like, yes. He traded for Larry Market and got Larry Bird Jr. In. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, he's trying. He's like, what the heck? This is not This is not what we're supposed to be doing. Do you not understand what I tried to do here when I traded all our good players and left and got like one okay guy and a bunch of bad people? So I think the Jazz, they could, you know, if they play 500 basketball, then I think they'll pass the Jazz. Now, I don't know if they can play 500 basketball because they haven't done it all year. But even – I just think the Jazz are going to fall off because that's what they want to do. The Thunder, they're a wild card, right? I mean, I, they've got they've got some talent, and they could score. So it, it kind of depends on who they play, how they're playing, if there are any injuries. So – but we got two there. But I don't – I see the Lakers getting – you know, I see the Lakers jumping them, and I see the Warriors just figuring it out because of the Warriors at 29-29. T-Wolves, I mean, on paper, they're better. You know, they're just – they are. And if they get Cat back, they're way better. And the Pelicans are better. So – if they get And then Zion everyone back. above is better. Zion's out for a few more weeks. And yeah, we it's fine. But even like without, without Zion, Zion, those – they should they be better. In a row, they lost 10 in a row. No, no they've been go- – they were garbage. I mean, I'm not – I'm shocked by it. I'm just saying what I expect. And 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 maybe maybe they don't – maybe it's awful, right? And they can't figure it out. They're, they're they not did without Zion they, and the Blazers healthy. Well, Blazers healthy. I mean, crushed the Pelicans without Zion. Absolutely. Yeah, I disagree. I mean, okay, I, I mean, you've fine. said it. They have. I mean, I they mean, won. They won without Lillard at the Pelicans with Zion playing. But you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pick out your individual <laughs> wins, like they also beat Memphis at Memphis. They're not better than the Grizzlies, right? I mean, they beat Phoenix at Phoenix seven years ago. I mean, but okay, let's go with the losses. The Blazers. Who the Blazers lost to? The Lazer, The Lakers. They lost. They blew a seventy-seven point lead in six minutes against the Lakers. You know, I don't think the Lakers would a championship. I mean, they they lost to the. The magic they at home they 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 just the Pelicans without the Pelicans record with record without Zion this year would put them their winning percentage would put them in the bottom five in the NBA so I, I'm not yes. I'm not going to entertain that discussion they're, without Zion okay. well done. we'll see what and that's why as they say that's why they play their games mm-hmm. now I'm worried that I don't think we have not heard about Nurk when he's coming back uh, like is he going to be right back I hope Grant's fine the head injuries are predicting head injuries is a uh, is stupid right you just hope that he was put in protocol, precautionary, and he's right now in the Bahamas or wherever the heck he is having a great time playing in the pool with no no issues. But no one can get – I mean, I'm a person who suffers. Well, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm, you know, I suffer post-concussion syndrome. Worst concussion I had, I thought I had the flu. You know, you just don't know with head injuries. Like it just – so we can't predict it. And whenever people go, he didn't get hit that hard, doesn't understand head injuries, right? Everyone's like it's, different. It's Right, and you don't know how many he had before. And right. and so I hope he's fine and that's all good and I'm gu- kind of guaranteeing that, you know, kind of we're kind of banking on Grant playing day, you know, on Thursday and being what it is. I I just your optimism, I was you know, good for you. It's based and, on data though. Yeah, so yeah, wow. it's based on wishful data. It's, it's not, not wishful data. It's fa- oh my it, god. Because you just did that whole thing about where oh they god. were on defensive run, offensive rating during that run. They still didn't win a lot of games. It's not like they, they were. Up, they years. were above five hundred until mid December. With and that was with Nurkic and and Winslow. The defense was a lot better. They were seventeen By and thirteen. 
at one point they were okay. The- yeah, you want to go back to seventeen and thirteen? That's fine. But since that, you're right. Winslow's been hurt for a long time. You're right. Winslow's right. been hurt for a long time. But I, I'm just saying, like in the NBA, guys aren't going to play every day. They, they, we didn't think that Winslow was going to be this big of a deal. And but, but it's not just Winslow. I, I'm not saying I'm not it. blaming it all on Winslow. I'm saying that last eight games, the combination of not having Winslow and Nurkic. Destroyed the defense. They still went four and four. Had the defense been a little bit better, they might have gone six and two. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. But they got eight, they got eight out of ten on the road, which will get me to my fact of interest in a minute. But anyway, oh my god, you think they're going to be good? You're I think exhausted. they're going to be mediocre at best, <laughs> and that's, that's what I think. So even with all those guys coming back, yeah, but but mediocre can get you into the play as we can. See. If everyone else stays stays bad and doesn't get better, well, you only need. One other person to stay bad that you can pass because because you're a half game out of tenth and you only need to be ten, so you're a half game out. So you need one. Team I think they can be, be in the. Worse. Let me let me okay. let me just, just be one. clear. I just think one. they can make the play in. I think there's. I think that's. I think that's their ceiling, is the play in. Okay, you think fair. it's their floor, right? And I and my and my ceiling my ceiling would be if everything were optimal and someone falls off, they could get sick. I think they could flirt with it if everything's optimal, but I don't believe everything's going to be optimal. Okay. Something else is going to happen. I mean, every, so, something has happened yeah. every step along the way this season, right? So the idea and that nothing's going to happen in the next six, happen. right? I know. So in this team, there's every survive. NBA team, right? But in People this team, like angles. most, yeah, this team, yeah. like most teams, does not. You know, when they're all healthy, I think they have enough talent and depth to be a top six. I think had everything been perfect at this point, they'd be top six right now. I think that's a given. But. You can't expect that, and they don't have enough to overcome Dame missing 12 games. They don't have enough to overcome on defense two key defensive guys missing as many games as they've missed in conjunction. And that's just – this team's just not going to overcome that, as we can see. So I believe something else is going to happen. Like, I, I, I believe that there's going to be one game where everyone's back, and then something's going to happen. <laughs> just That's just playing yeah, And let me say, I think one of these games where nobody's, on, nobody's available, they're going to win by 20 because that's what happens in the NBA. Like, you know, the other team's like, oh, we're going to win with ease. Because as you said, there's no garbage players in the NBA. So I'm not – and I won't be – that won't – like the Memphis game gave me a pause for a second. And then they went <laughs> crashed right back down. So I'm not going to be fooled by the game they beat – they when they go and beat Boston by 20 with nobody, I'm not going to be like, oh, <laughs> they're in the top four. So – because that's the NBA. Yeah, and the bottom line is they had that stretch of 15 of 19 at home, and they went 7-8, I think, at home in those 15 games. And that my whole thing coming into that stretch was like, this is the big stretch. You need to go 12-3, and three, you know, 11-4 and four to make up for the, for the heavy road game schedule. Now they've played more home games than road games, and they're under 500. So, yeah, it's not, look, it's not looking pretty, but it's just they're only half game out of the play, and I do think they'll get enough done to get into play, and we'll see. Anyway. Man, we beat that to death. That was good. Yeah, we do. That's what we do. <laughs> I need to call your wife and ask her if you don't listen. This, if you listen this poorly at all, <laughs> please don't. Because I'll call your wife. <laughs> both our wives would be like, "Girlfriend, let me tell you." <laughs> yeah, she would. Uh, yes. <laughs> no doubt. No. And I, girlfriend, no, that's I, nothing. Let me, let me tell this. you this story. Oh no, he didn't. Oh yes, he did. <laughs> and let me just be clear: I don't listen enough with my wife, but with you, I listen plenty. <laughs> Uh, okay. Move oh, on. Let's go. We, we, let me, okay. Okay. Do you have anything to say about this next topic? No. At all? No. You're good. Gary, Gary Payton fiasco. You didn't get a chance to weigh in on it last week. Um, this is all I got to say about the Gary Payton fiasco. He failed the physical and he's out a month. 
Like that's not what they traded for. That's not what they traded for. So all the stuff about what he took and what he didn't take, the key is to me, and we don't know what happened there, right? He failed the physical. He failed the physical. He failed their physical. Technically, right. And the Warriors could have just said, we don't want it. And then, but they would have been hosed because they're trying to save $130 million and and they had to take it. So they should be mad because he was playing. Obviously, he was in pain. He told you he was in pain. We kind of thought, oh, it's just pain. Now he takes a physical. Their doctors say it's more than pain. There's an issue. And so they're, but as far as the, whether what the Blazers did and what they didn't do, nobody, nobody really knows because we haven't seen what the physical is. And that's what it'll be based on. But, you know, in the end, they took the trade. They took the trade, but he did. Fa- he he failed their physical, and he's out. They're like, well, they said he was going to be out a, a three months, and now he's only going to be out a month. It's still a month. Like it's a big deal. I know they're okay. five hundred team. They wanted him to play. All right. Here, here's my take on that. First of all, the reporting on it was horrible to start. Yeah. The idea that a journalist at any level that works for any publication would not go to a team and say, "Hey, this sources on this team are saying this about your client," and then at the very least, you say the Blazers refuse to comment. Or you get a Bla- or Gary Payton's agent refused to comment in your article somewhere. Um, yes. So that was just horrible because they had him given injections just to get him out there, which is like crazy to me because this is a 1970s, 1980s NFL. The play- they don't even practice in the NBA anymore. How many times this year the Blazers said, yeah, man, we've got some slippage and we need to work on some things. Blazers don't practice the next two days and play another game. Got- everyone's on – Load management. We watch an all-star game. Well, no one will even run 60% because heaven forbid you exert yourself in that. But magically, the Blazers are shooting up guys to play them 15 minutes. It's just was stupid from the from the get-go. I never bought any of that nonsense. Also, I think the I think the words are being dramatic as hell. He had surgery after the finals, which means he had this issue during the playoffs and the finals, which mean I guarantee you he wouldn't have passed their physical then. But they played him because it was the playoffs and the finals and the end of regular season. He said he's been dealing with this off and on for years, just like Damian was. I think the Warriors are full crap. I think they're being overly dramatic with this. I think maybe they thought he might have been 100% because, because, because Myers said himself, he played against us on Wednesday. Okay, well, that, that was your determination. So he, he comes, he sits down, he's, you have a physical, he's not 100%. I mean, okay, then cancel the trade. Oh, we can't because we're going to save 100. No, it's not 100. I think they said, they said 37 million. Combined whatever it is, year, whatever it is, and they wanted to move Wiseman, et cetera, et cetera. So I just think they're being overly dramatic. I think it was much ado about nothing in the end. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what the Blazers did or didn't say to them, but it's it's all just crazy to me. But we can move on from that nonsense because I just don't care. But that ruined my week, man. That that just was the worst Super Bowl weekend of my life dealing with that garbage. All right, close off with the fact of interest. <laughs> Let's do it. <sighs> okay. He's scared, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not scared. He's hesitating. He's I'm just hesitating. trying to. I'm just trying to figure out how to phrase this. Um, so as much as I believe, if they get those guys back, they have a, they're going to be in the plan. Uh, they're coming out the gate, and I mentioned this already. In a bad, in just a bad situation. Eight out of ten on the road, and six of the eight are killer games, like games that you're not better than those teams right now. You should lose. Those two. Well, Zion, Pelicans about Zion, we'll see. Um, so I'm going to say that if the Blazers, for, for me, the you know, they always have like the the number of wins it takes for a team to, you know, clinch something. I'm going to have the number of losses it's going to take for them, for me to write, to write them off finally. 
and I've been holding on, man. I was holding. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like Rose in the Titanic, holding on to Jack in the freezing water. I, We're gonna I be it. fine. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> Jack, Jack, the boat's coming. Jack's been dead an hour, sweetie. What are you talking about? <laughs> you couldn't scoot over for my man, Jack. He's safe. <laughs> he he knew you for. 20, 36 hours and died for you, which is completely implausible. Anyway, that's another story. I watched that movie again in 3D the other day. Great movie, but that part always bothered me. But anyway, so they have to come out of these next 10 pretty much where they are. So I'm going to say if they fall to four games under 500, Dunzo. I will not say another positive thing about this team moving forward because I don't think they can overcome being four under with what would be only 20, 21, 22 games to go. Like, I just don't think they can make that up. I think you're going to have to be at or maybe one game under 500 to get into the play-in. And so if they can't somehow find a way to tread water during this eight out of 10, even go five and five, then they're toast. So. When you say toast, you mean they're not going to be even in the play-in. Right. Yeah. I think if they fall to four under, I think they're going to be toast. So that's my number. Um, so if they fall to 400 and somehow I'll make the play-in, I'm wrong. If they fall to 400 and don't make the play-in, I'm right. So I'm going I'm to flip this a little bit because I think they're going to do that, but I don't think they're going to be gonzo because I don't – like I said, they, it's just getting into the play-in. And I think that there's – there's a, what you said is probably accurate. Two games, an under 500 team is going to get under 500 teams going to get in the play. A one, so, one game under, I think it's at, at most. Right. So I mean, to me, like, could they be you know later in the season? Could they win three and then suddenly fly in? Yeah. So I don't think they're Gonzo. I, I think that. Um, I, I mean, I think that people should want them to be Gonzo uh, in the sense that make sure they get don't make the playoffs uh, by accident. Uh, but no, I don't. Th- I think that if um, you know, if they were to go four and six here, which is what w- you're basically saying, they'd be four hundred. I don't think they're completely out of the play-in because when I look at the other teams, um, I don't see how. I mean, right now the Lakers are five games under. So, th- and I, I don't know. Can they win five? You know, can they go eight? Well, and but two? they just they just retooled their team. You said they got better. Yourself. Right, right. So but they'd have to go LeBron's eight and two. Th- under those circumstances to like really leapfrog frog you because you're well, all only a game and a half back. So they don't have to go eight and two. Right. So if you day. drop two, and you know what I'm saying? Like it just gonna if they go six and four and you go four and six, they're still the same. They're still game and a half behind. So yeah, I just, just kind of have to go. I heard you saying, but I, if they follow four yeah. under, I think the Lakers are going to be better than 500 the rest of the way. And if they are, I agree with that. that. Then that puts you ahead of the, they're ahead of the Blazers. So, yeah, I just think yeah, you you'll probably you know if you told me the Thunder you know are three games under and the Jazz are four games under I'd say yes so you're still kind of and then you're just right behind the Lakers so I think I don't think you're done but I think they're you know I kind of you uh, think they're done anyway no I, don't, I think they can make the play in I think they can be in tenth you know I mean I I think tenth is a, sure tenth is bad like tenth is a good I'm not like I just don't think you I just don't think you're gonna be close to you know when it's all said and done I don't think you're gonna be a legitimate threat for six now what you say is true like there are you know, technically they're flirting right now because they're only two games back it feels like more just because they haven't been good uh, but you're right everyone else in the West has been mediocre I think I keep saying so while you're wrong about 
the Blazers finding a way to win six in a row, right? Or the hope. I'm wrong by saying that the rest of the league is going to stop, is going to do get better because they have it. So we're, you know, we're in this place where everyone's right because your 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 optimism about the Blazers hasn't come true, but my my optimism about the Warriors stopping sucking hasn't happened, you know. So, and then the Kings are the Kings, and no one understands. <laughs> like they they're good, and Mike Brown's the greatest coach in NBA history. So, uh, so, so I think that thing. you're going to be right. They're gonna they're gonna. I do think they're gonna probably go four and six. And I don't think they'll be Gonzo. Okay. Uh, what do you think um, <clears throat> is the breaking point for when they need to pull the plug? So I don't – honestly, I don't understand the benefit of finishing 10th. So I I think that they need the lottery pick. And if they don't – if they make they the playoffs – They get the lottery pick if they're 10th, but – Right, but then the, then your goal is to make the playoffs. You don't tank. You don't tank in the plan. You know that's the part that's confusing to me. And I don't know, like this talk about, well, we don't want to do that again. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why? You're not winning the championship. The whole goal is to have a window for a championship with Damian Lillard. There's no way this team is finishing. They're not getting past. They're probably not getting past the plan. And if they accidentally get past the plan, they're going to get smoked. You know, in that first round. So I would start throwing it in now. I'd, t- I'd be asking Nurk, really, is that calf better? You know, like I, I don't I don't understand the benefit. I don't want them to do it because it's no fun watching them tank. And I get there. They're also trying to sell tickets and possibly an entire franchise. So I don't know what's best there. I know selling more tickets is better, you know, if you want to make money. Um, but I don't I don't see the benefit of finishing ninth or 10th and then um, and potentially scaring I don't see any benefit of making it to the playoffs right now. Right. So making the plan, all that does is right. cause you the worry that you might do it. Yeah, I think if they fall to four or five hundred, five hundred, I think I think there's gonna be a feeling that, you know, you just need all you need is a couple injuries here or there. Dame's out four games. Ants out another four, Grants out. You know that's all you need to do because they're already mediocre anyway. You take any of those guys out, they're going to lose, you know, six out of eight or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and I think the, you know, we've talked about this, and I've talked to more people about this. If, if they don't make a major move this summer, the clock starts on Dame right at that at that at that moment because the, the major move then means trading Damien. And I'm not saying the franchise is going to say we need to trade Damien. I'm saying Dame is going to say y'all need to trade. <laughs> I just believe that that's that's going to be a mutual thing where it's like, okay, it's better for both parties. I would hate to see Damian Lillard play his entire career and never get a chance to play on the greatest stage imaginable. He got to the West Finals once, but, it, you know, we all knew they weren't going to beat the Warriors. But him to be in a chance, a situation where his play is going to have a huge impact on whether a team can win a title or not it would just be a shame if he never got that opportunity. Ewing got the opportunity, Malone, Barkley, they, they didn't win it, but they all got the opportunity to be on that stage and do that. I would hate for Damian not to you – know, even Reggie Miller got – to the finals, got to the East Finals another the jazz time. Jazz guys who I don't like even saying. Yeah, I mentioned Malone, Malone and Stockton got yeah. to the finals twice. So, you know, you just want to at least see Dame have that chance. If it's never going to happen in Portland, which I'm on record as saying, I don't know if it's ever going to happen, uh, then I would just, for his own benefit, I'd want to see him get traded. He goes somewhere else. He comes back last two years after he's won the title somewhere else. And he finishes his career in Portland. I think that could be a storybook little thing. But so the best way to make something happen this summer is to have that lottery pick. 
And what you do is you end up in the lottery. You hope the Knicks make the playoffs. You have those two picks. And then, like you said, you either give the Knicks pick to the Bulls that they accepted, or you take the protection off. What I would try to do is take the protection off the 24 pick and see what the Bulls, if the Bulls are willing to say, okay, just take the protection off. But since we're doing you a favor, we're doing you a solid, throw us a second round pick. Well, you got a boatload of those, right? You got like a lot of them. Trade, God right? So you throw them, you may not even give them two. I don't care. But you right. release that 24 pick. So now you can trade 25 and 27. So now you got lottery this year. You got Knicks pick. You got 25, 27. You got four first round picks you can put out there. And you can do pick swaps in between. And you have and, and or Shaden and or Thibel, Cam Reddish, you can resign. You got pieces to go out and try and make a major splash if there is someone available to even make that splash with. So for me, if it gets to that point where it's like, why are we doing this? Which maybe now, or maybe when they fall to four or five under, then to me, that's the motivation. Because if you don't get it done this summer, you're probably never going to get it done. <laughs> so what are we doing? And I just cannot imagine as much as Dame loves Portland, as much as he wants to stay in Portland. If you took this exact same roster right now, and you sent it to Santa Barbara for another training camp next September, that Damian Lillard is not going to be shaking his head going, we have no chance in hell. I just had one of the best seasons of my life, and we were under 500. We have no chance in hell. But I'm going to go ahead and do it again. I just don't believe it. Well, he's all, and I mean, you're one, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I mean, I just add also, when you're in the lottery, you got a chance at that first or second pick. And then your franchise has changed because those two top, the top two players are supposed to be, you know, franchise changers. And what you're saying is what Damian Lillard has said. So it's, and anyone who accuses him of not being, I mean, the guy wore the Weber State jersey in the three point contest. I mean, this guy, he might as well be from New Jersey based on loyalty. I mean, I know Oakland's similar. I mean, everyone knows where he's from. He's from Oakland, he went to Weber State. You know, and and now he represents Portland. He's been there over a decade. He's the all-time leading scorer. He's done everything. No one. He's not going to tarnish his, his his reputation. It's you know, it won't be a Clyde Drexler situation. It won't be a Bill Walton situation. You know, like where there's these other problems. Everyone will say, "Yeah, I get it." Especially the way the NBA has changed, and Kevin Durant has gotten out of every situation, and Kyrie Irving's on not. I mean, you know, Russell Westbrook's a Hall of Famer, and he's on his like 14th team, you know, and have, <laughs> you know. So I'm just saying, like, it's over. No one's going to say Damian Lillard no. falls into some crazy category where he wasn't loyal. He's given multiple regimes a chance to get him to the championship, and they made some major errors, and made some. And and chickened out of some moves like they didn't go for it. And right now, Joe Cronin's getting the benefit of the doubt, but you know he won't. Like he doesn't have the time frame that Neil O'Shea had for two reasons: one, Damian Lillard's older, and two, the team might be sold, so he might not even be the guy if once it gets sold. So he he has there is no reason Joe Cronin shouldn't make a swing for the fences unless his owner or whatever you, the trustee says don't. There's no, I mean, he, he doesn't, he fell into the job. He earned it in the way that he's got, you know, the reputation, but he didn't, he got the job because the other guy got fired for not even doing stuff basketball related. So absolutely. And if I were Damian Lillard as a basketball fan, I want Damian Lillard to, to, to say, I, I, I want to play for a championship, make it happen. The only thing that makes me sad is the Knicks don't need a point guard. 
<laughs> well, I, so you know, since we all we all know the Blazers struggle have struggled getting a free agent or getting a major trade. So the best way is you know to draft your way into contention, which they almost did when they won the Odin pick. You had Odin Roy Alvarez that didn't work out because of injuries. So now you have Ant, you have Shaden. If you get a lottery pick this year and you keep it, if you trade Dame, let's say you trade Dame to Miami for Tyler Hero and four first round picks and, so, and another player or whatever, you know you you throw Ant, Sharp, Tyler Hero. This year's lottery pick, if you hit on that pick and that guy's a good player, now you have a good young nucleus. If, if Shaden Sharp becomes Anthony Edwards at least, if that pick you get becomes also a borderline all-star caliber player, now you have a really good young team that could actually maybe compete because you got the star thing kind of handled. Now you just got to add role places to it as, as opposed to having to add another star to it. So that's that's like the only real way if you're in Portland, you're going to have a chance to win. And that's what Utah is going to try and do. They got what fifteen yeah. first round picks between now and two thousand twenty nine yeah. or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, I mean I they got right. they're, they're, they get so it. So they're gonna th- they're they gonna know throw it out there and just yeah. hope you hit. And that and that's the way you know that's the way it's worked for some. I mean it worked for Milwaukee. <clears throat> yeah, they got Giannis. Milwaukee. They yep they, they yep they got Giannis and then they made a brilliant trade for Middleton who was a virtual nobody and turned out to be an all star right. and then they topped it off with Holiday. So yeah, I mean that but at the end of the day it they hit in the draft. On Giannis. Yeah. Right. They don't hit on Giannis. Bucks are still haven't won a title since Curry. Right. I mean and, and Dallas did it tw- Dallas did it twice and they're a big market now. But they don't and they have the you know an owner spends money. But the reason why the one they you know the reason why people are optimistic about them is because they hit with Luca and they hit with Dirk. You know, like that's the way it happens. Unless because or you get to swing one your way, you know, you do what the Suns just did. Um, but they hit on Booker, they you know, Booker and they hit on Aiden to a, to a certain point. And and the Blazers hit on the Blazers hit on two. They hit on Aldridge. You know, in my in my time here, you know, they hit on Aldridge. They hit on Damian. They let you know the way what happened with Lamarcus was awful. They you know to let no, him go for nothing him. was. Terrible, well, and that's what that's a that's Neil O'Shea's biggest come on. mistake. Come on, that's you, huge to me. Okay, so oh, well, of course the biggest him? mistake is oh, you were supposed to trade him. You were supposed to trade him. Well, what I'm saying is he didn't read the tea leaves, right? And he now sure it's on Lamarcus, but but Alder said he was going to stay. Of course he did, and and I'm just saying though, it's maybe you don't maybe it's not his fault. Just like. Picking Odin is the biggest mistake. I mean, like Pritchard, look, they, that's huge. Like you blew it. Like you blew it. <laughs> like I don't care if everyone would have done it. Like that's awful. You missed on Kevin Durant and you grafted a guy who never played. Like maybe it's not your fault, but losing Lamarcus, whether it's his fault or not, under his regime, you let the an all star go and got nothing. And that killed them. They killed their chances. Now they, they I don't think they would have gotten anything that would have changed their Championship fortunes at all in a trade for Lamarcus, but that's that's another discussion. But that, you know, we got a first rounder. Yeah, but it would have been a late pick because <clears throat> they were contenders. It would have been in the twenties. So anyway, you know, I'm just saying is, that sucks. The point is losing Aldridge when you're when you're desperately trying to find other stars to come to Portland, and it's impossible to do, and you lose an all star, and then you spend the next five six years chasing an all star big. Yeah, that's a franchise destroyer like that. You know, and Aldridge should regret it. Because it was stupid. CJ blows up the next year like he did. And you got Dame, CJ, and Aldridge. Oh, I'm not saying you're winning the title, but it's oh. a completely different look. And someone but, might come play. 
Someone yeah. might want to come play with that team. Yep. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? Like you got you got a big, you got two scoring guards um, that that we know never works, but maybe you think you can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll the, talk Dean about gave us a no look pass. All right, let's but, do it. But the no look pass, we can hold it over to next week because we've already talked too much. This is what yeah. happens when I'm on, you know, when I get a long lunch. I know when you're not working, when you're <laughs> off. All right, cool. All right, we're good. Yeah, we're good. All right, get a meal. Get yeah, some I'm food starting. in you. Uh, thanks for listening to the Blazer Focus podcast. Uh, we will see what happens in the next uh, week or so. It's going to be very, uh, very important stretch for them. Although I guess every stretch is important since they started falling off the map. Please click that subscribe button, give us a positive rating, and we'll be back next week with another episode.